Hi, Kat here, along with my co-host, Red. On each episode, we read and review phishing scam emails, since most of them read like a bad Hollywood movie plot anyway. Join us for a lighthearted laugh and some crazy phishing stories about all things scams. Gone Fishing is produced by me, Catherine Fish, but the content is thanks to some creative and terrible scammers. Well, hello and welcome back. Welcome, welcome. Red, how's it going? I'm good. How are you, Kat? <laughs> Doing all right. I'm excited to get to these emails. It was a long week. And every time that we record, it's like, it's such a good time. Absolutely. So I, I need this. <laughs> yeah. And I got a new mic now. So hopefully my audio doesn't sound so um, crunchy anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crunchy. Yeah. I love it. We're like, we're sounding all professional now. Yeah. Look out, scammers. So- we're professionals. <laughs> we're just fighting crime at every turn um the audience wouldn't know this but red you know last week it seemed like there were quite a few scam attempts on each of us we were like under attack between my university sending out like this course that they were asking us to take to be able to identify phishing emails Mm. and i was like already got that. And then you got a sus text. Yeah, I got a couple more sus texts that I was too busy to actually play with, unfortunately, but they were, they were also very interesting. I tell you what, man, they're catching on. They know that we're doing this. I think maybe they're listening. Maybe that'd be nice. Anyway, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Get our, like, get our views up, get our listens up. Yeah, it's like they're training videos. As long as they subscribe. Yeah, exactly. You gotta subscribe. But it's like they're training videos. Subscribe and rate, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, I've got the story today, uh, and it is a personal tale. Well, kind of. Anyway, we'll get to that. (laughs) So I'm going to kick us off, if that's okay. I love a kind of personal tale. Yes, please kick us off. Yeah. (laughs) First email is you. Yes. Okay. So this email came in from Abdul Rahman, not like ramen noodles, like Rahman. Okay. At Abdul Abdul Hman zero 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 three at gmail dot com. Okay. Came in at five forty p.m. and it it is uh, the subject is just the word greetings. Greetings. And then it starts like this. Good day. After much stress, I finally made it, but I cannot forget all the assistance you gave to me, though you were not able to conclude the transaction due to monetary constraint. I will be leaving to London tomorrow. For a new lease in life, this is a new sentence, for a new lease in life, and I thought you deserved to be compensated for all your efforts. So I have instructed my bank to transfer the sum of 75,000 United States dollars and then it has the numeric amount in parentheses, to Visa Credit Card Center here in Republic of Togo so that they can package the total sum into their facility called Visa Credit Card and send to you to avoid bank charges and suspicion. The Visa Credit Cards... I'm sorry, I have to stop. Anytime (laughs) that they're like trying to stave off suspicion, that makes me automatically suspicious. Yeah, it's counterproductive. Anyway. Yeah, let's see. Okay, moving on. The Visa Credit Card Center, Republic of Togo, will contact and send to you your named Visa credit card containing the 75,000 United States dollars. As soon as you get the Visa card, I will also send the four-digit secret PIN code with which you can be making withdrawals from your Visa card, which is in quotation marks. Ah, I want good. you to contact my yeah. I want you to contact my friend. I left everything in his care. His name is Barrister Gabriel. All correspondence should be directed to him. Kindly contact him through this email address, logistics.department with two N's at gmail.com <laughs> for assistance and directives. From the card, you can withdraw a maximum of 5,000 United States dollars per day 
And you can also transfer from the same Visa card to your local bank account a maximum of up to a million United States dollars per day. That's all? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) They're not even giving me a million (laughs) dollars. The card will be fully activated for withdrawals in any country of the world and in countries where United States dollars are not used, you will be paid in that country's local currency dollar equivalent. May God bless you and your family. My regards and all the best, Abdul. Wow. Thanks, Mr. Rahman. (laughs) I have so many questions about this email. I don't even know where to begin. No. Number one. After much stress, I finally made it. But I cannot forget all the assistance you gave to me. What did I do for this man? Did I smuggle him into the Republic of Togo or something? Because I've never been there. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I, yeah, but it's very, um, <laughs> I read the first, or I read the second book before the first book vibes going on. Like, it's just very, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening I missed right now. something. I'm in the sequel, but I don't know how I got here. <laughs> yeah, where, who am I again? Yeah. What did I, what am I doing? Also, they gave a lot of changing number amounts, like, they're only giving me 75000 but then he's telling me I can transfer up to a million a day. Like, do, am I supposed to already have that kind of money? In which case, why is he, like, paying me only yeah, 75000 Yeah, I, I was unclear about that as well. I don't, I don't know if they're saying they're giving you more money or they're saying you can move your... I don't know. Yeah, very strange. <laughs> and then... It takes a hard left turn right in the middle when they say, I want you to contact my friend. I left everything in his care. His name is Barrister Gabriel. Why do I need to talk to Barrister Gabriel? And then it gives me this like weird looking email, which is a hyperlink, by the way, Mm. for assistance and directives. So I'm supposed to email this new guy who I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm, I guess I'm just supposed to like shout out to him and then he's going to give me further instructions. They got a bigger budget. They get to like add on new <laughs> characters now. <laughs> We're like moving yeah, forward just, with the plot. We need some side characters. Maybe there's some recasting bring going them on. In. They're... Barrister would be the guy who gets killed off first. He's just like that side character that like helps you out. But, yep. you know, like, yeah, he's not imperative to the integrity of the story i guess or maybe he is i don't know don't know where he came from or why i need to contact him and then it just says but it also says the visa credit card center republic of togo will contact and send to you your credit card so like why do we need to go through this other person if this center will supposedly just mail it to me there's a lot of loose threads happening here i it feels very inconsistent yeah, there's the money thing, there's the this extra character, and now there's instructions that seem to not include said character. So, Mr. Gabriel, I don't whole, know. I'm sorry. And the whole mystery of, like, what I did to supposedly help this person. And then, to top it all off, the very last paragraph is, like, assuring me that... It's fully activated and I can I can use it anywhere in the world in those countries' currencies as if I'm planning to do some like international espionage travel. Maybe you want to go to Togo. Maybe. Maybe. Or I guess I can go anywhere. Yeah, it's apparently. fully activated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this Abdul person or whoever is fronting as Abdul just got really excited. And had been reading too many, like, B-flick international spy dramas and, like, just got a little bit carried away with writing this email. Absolutely. (laughs) And they were like, hmm, let's throw in some James Bond and a little bit of intrigue here. And, ooh, we need somebody else. Barrister. Barrister (laughs) Barrister Gabriel. Gabriel. Yes, exactly. Is he a protagonist, an antagonist? We won't know. Stay tuned. (laughs) Yeah, this is oh, this dear. is um, unfortunate. Um, do you want to rate it first, or do you want me to rate it first here? You go for it. 
Okay. So yeah, starting off with our um our um first letter. Sorry, I'm blanking. The ABCs, attention the attention grabbing. grabbing. Thank you. Um, so starting off with our attention grabbing, I greetings is not very attention grabbing. It is uh, okay. I will say I am partial to the word greetings. I think it's a nice opening. Um, I think it's a little more um formal and yet interesting than just like hello but as a subject line no like it's a great opener it's not a great subject line so it's been done before yeah so I think that if that's your only subject line I see greetings and I'm like okay I mean no yeah (laughs) so (laughs) so attention grabbing on that level for the subject is not good um the actual contents of the email itself is also just not very, it's attention grabbing because it's confusing, but I don't think it's attention grabbing necessarily in the right way. So you're like, it's like, thank you for all your help. And it's like, excuse me? Like, what did I do? What? So I guess maybe, I mean, it obviously we read the whole email or um, you read the whole email. So that's attention grabbing in some sense, but it's, disorienting more than um (laughs) like enticing I would say so my attention grabbing Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say is probably probably like a three out of ten I just don't think it's very attention grabbing I think doing that little spin is at least different but it's not necessarily different in a good way yeah uh yeah so that's what I'm gonna say for that three out of ten um for believability um it's all over the board nothing about this feels believable to me as we've already dissected it's just lots of loose threads very chaotic energy going on here random people being thrown in the middle um (laughs) I don't find this believable in any capacity and I don't even know what exactly I'm believing so um (laughs) two out of ten um not believable and then let's see. So for our call to action, I don't even know exactly. We're just supposed to get back to him. That's what he said, right? So, well, reach out to this other oh, guy. Oh, right, right, right. Reach out to the, but not with any specific instructions. Just email this person. Just, it says, I want you to contact my Yeah, friend. so... We're moving to a secondary source, which, as you have mentioned previous uh, episodes, is kind of confusing in itself. Because if you're going to respond and you're, if you're targeting someone who's not very like tech savvy or like aware of scams versus reality kind of thing, you're probably the same person who's not going to take the time to insert a new email into the subject line or into the the recipient line. You're probably just gonna click reply. So the thing I will say, though, is this one might get people because the email address that they want you to contact is a hyperlink in the email. Okay. So all you have to do is click on it, but that's probably a bad link. That's a fair point. Yes. So if you are gullible and you aren't like aware of like the dangers of hyperlinks in sketchy things, you might click on it. That's a fair, fair counterpoint. Um, but it's a weird email address. So it is a weird email address. I just bringing the extra person into it is very strange, um, for the call to action. And then there's no clear instructions beyond contact. So do you just reply? Do you just go to this email and say, greetings? Hey, (laughs) 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 I, I don't know. So, um, that one's probably, I'll say it's a, it's a, it's a four. It's a little below halfway just because of it's a new email. It does have a link, so I'll give it that, but it's not it's not really anything strong. There's no strong call to action. And again, I'm still not really sure what I'm receiving. A card that will let me my it's my flash, my fast pass, my flash pass to the world, <laughs> apparently. Yes, but only up to 75,000. Right, a day. Yeah, so semi fast. Uh, <laughs> but anywhere in the world which in other countries could get you more than $75,000. That's true. So, yeah, so. pretty low for me. Yeah, I, I, uh, this one's going to be low for me, too. Right off the bat, subject line, greetings, lame. We've seen it done before. There's nothing about it. There's not even punctuation. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Greetings, meh. That's going to be like a three for me. 
But then we get to believability and immediately I'm just annoyed <laughs> by this email because they're they're like assuming that I have like a crazy case of amnesia. Yeah. Like I somehow don't know who they are and I'm still going to fall for whatever they're going to try to give me in this email. But obviously I've never helped Abdul Rahman like flee the country. I don't know anything about this money. And that would be something I would remember. It would be, it's a little more believable. Like when you get an email saying, Hey, we're from the lottery and you just won blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Or you've been randomly selected for this prize. It's like, okay, well I'm not forgetting anything. I just got lucky. But with this, it's like, I was a spy (laughs) and got some like crazy, like, medicated coma or something and i'm like i just can't remember my whole past (laughs) career in the cia like there's like this wild assumption here that i just don't remember this they wiped your memory and now you're just i guess you don't remember your past spy life but abdul does i guess not but he knows (laughs) and so does barrister now so (laughs) that's dangerous anyway the whole thing falls apart within like the first sentence and I'm like annoyed that they're gonna waste my time thinking that I'm dumb enough to forget a life of espionage so believability I'm gonna give this a two I was never a spy I don't know this man and I'm certainly not gonna click on any sketchy links I do like our plot better than theirs though I like that we've like made it our own (laughs) I think ours is a much better story yeah yeah this could be this could be a good book this could be a movie thanks for the writing prompt abdul yeah (laughs) we're gonna rip off your storyline now taking it to hollywood oh man but yeah i think he might have had a better career in like bad flick writing than scamming i don't see anybody falling for this one who knows Uh, stranger things have happened but that brings me to clickability again I'm giving this one a two. There's, there's, none of this makes sense. There's too much going on. I don't know who this barrister person is, although it's kind of a cool name. It'd be like a good bad guy name. Barrister Gabriel. Yeah, it does give like Bond villain vibes. He has a big fluffy cat. I just know he does. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. It's a Persian. It's a Persian cat too. I can feel it. But, um... Yeah, and in the vagueness of like the instructions and why, if you've already said they're sending me the card, why do I need to contact this person? Why is he going to give me more instructions? It doesn't make any sense. Um, and then they're they're like closing. This just is another thing that bothers me. I'm just generally annoyed by this email. His <laughs> like his sign off is is he's like three different well wishes at the end of the email and that's just that's at least two too many yeah may god bless you and your family which if i've lived this spy life why would you know my family you don't we don't talk about that (laughs) may god bless you and your family my regards and all the best yeah abdul that's a lot too long too many things it's you're trying too hard bud so yeah uh clickability super low I don't fall for the hyperlinks and his instructions are very vague. Yeah. Nice try, but also terrible try. <laughs> Cause he only averaged 16 out of 30 Yikes. on this one. Wow. <laughs> Gross. Not great. No. All right, Red, what do you have? Well, mine is from um, I believe it's pronounced Sharon. It's C-H-A-R-O-N. Sharon Francis. Um, the email address is Sharon Dr. Francis with two S at gmail.com. Um, the subject is Dr. Sharon Francis. Um, so, so wait, wait, wait. She put her own name as the subject line. Yes. Dr. Sharon nice. Francis okay. is, is the subject line. Um, she is her own subject. Yes. It's also interesting to me being the grammar person that I am there is no period after doctor but there is a space and a period at the end of the subject line so it is Dr. Sharon Francis space period yes okay and here is our contents here hello dear how are you doing it's my pleasure to contact you 
for a long-term relationship. <gasps> I was just surfing through the internet when I found your email address. <laughs> oh, Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> I want to make a new and special friend, whatever that means. Oh. Um, <laughs> let's keep in touch. Don't like that. No, let's keep in touch and get to know more about each other and see what happens in the future. Icky. My name is Dr. Sharon Francis. <laughs> now that we're like on the third paragraph here. Um, I am from the- That explains the subject line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my name is Dr. Sharon Francis. I am from the United States of America, but presently live and work in England. I will send my details and pictures as soon as I hear from you. Bye, Dr. Sharon Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. This is our first relationship phishing email. It's a special friendship, but yes. Sorry. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's both. Long, it's a long-term long, relationship. Long-term yeah. relationship, special yeah. friendship. Not long distance, long-term. Let's be clear. We're in this for the long haul. Yep. This is a commitment. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's it. Nice and short and sweet. Um, Whoa. Very interesting. I just love that they're like, hey, I just, I found you on the internet and I might marry you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm proposing. Yeah. Let's be together forever. Yeah. So And let's go. get to know each other more. Yeah. Yeah, I also enjoy that. The, the like, let's keep in touch. I'm sorry, Sharon, you reached out to me. There is like, we don't have any prior, like. There's no rapport no, here. No, yeah. There's no history. No, we can't keep in touch because I have literally never spoken to you. Um, we would be getting in touch. Yes, exactly. So very. Which is what sounds like she wants to do. Very interesting. Um, I'll let you go first and give your rating here. Unless you have any other um, insight before we go to the ratings. Yeah. The only insight I have is ick. Yeah. This one has such an ick factor to me. Mm -hmm. And also... What a weird way to like claim that you're trying to propose a relationship or reach out. First of all, how did you find my email? That would be my first question. Yeah. Second of all, why did you put your name in the subject line and then never like lead with that? Third of all, you gave zero information on who you supposedly are and you didn't include a photo. Like if you wanted to introduce yourself, wouldn't you do it with your face instead of making them reply to get a photo? Yeah. Icky. And the whole, like, the I, I hate, I hate emails that start with, hello, dear. Yeah. I don't know you. Ew. Ew. And then if you're trying to propose some kind of, like, special friendship and you're starting with, hello, dear. Icky. Yeah. Icky. This whole That's a no. This whole email um feels like those spammy Snapchat messages that go around. <gasps> yes. This is like the long form of that. When it's like, "Hi cutie, I saw yeah. your profile and um here, click on this sketchy link to see pictures of me." Like that is what this this is yes. exactly the same. But this is the like the mother of those people. Yes. Like canonically yeah I feel I feel like this email is also intended for an older demographic like I, something about this is giving me like middle-aged vibes interesting yeah I mean if not older it's the hello dear thing yeah and the out. doctor and like yeah I mean clearly they're yeah you'd have to be yeah at least middle-aged to be a doctor what? at this point so. right. yeah right and I want to know more about what their education is because their grammar is terrible. Oh, yeah. Also, the entire email is in italics, like is italicized. The entire e like email. I forgot to mention that. Criminal. Yeah. Criminal. So that's nice. Who does that? Uh, Dr. Sharon, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Dr. Sharon Francis, who doesn't know how to spell their last name. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Do you want me to rate this? Yeah, you rate first. That was my only insight. Nope. My main, it can be summed up by ick. Okay. Attention grabbing. Uh, I'm going to give the subject line a four, which is a little bit higher than it probably deserves, simply because if this were to come into my email and the subject line is a name, 
that kind of intrigues me because it's wrong. <laughs> like I'd be willing to click on the email because it's incorrect. Okay. Like what? <laughs> what? What are you trying to communicate to mm -hmm. me with your name? That seems weird. Uh, so I'm going to give it a four still low because it's not super attention grabbing, but I would click on it or at least open it because it was incorrect. Yeah. Believability is definitely going to be low. I'm going to give this one mm, I'll give it uh, I'll give it a three. Okay. Um, oh, because I, I it's don't believable believe that someone would email me and want to be in a long-term relationship. <laughs> I, that's not the part that I'm doubting. <laughs> but where did they get the email from and why are they reaching out in such a creepy way? They should yeah. have connected with you on like LinkedIn or something. I don't know. That is where I make all my relationship moves is in LinkedIn. Your special friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you network. Yeah. When they, when they don't accept my MLM pitches, then I switch to long-term relationship. Yep, yeah. that's the backup plan. Yeah. Sending emails with your name in the subject line. Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so yeah, that one's getting a three from me. Clickability, they just wanted you to reply, right? Yeah, I will send my details and pictures as soon as I hear from you. Bye. Oh, yeah, let's keep in touch. <laughs> um... I'm going to give that one another three. I have absolutely no reason to waste my time replying. I'm a busy person. Yeah. Also, you seem fake. Like that just, it has scam, icky scam written all over it. And I, I just sincerely hope that people are not falling for emails like this. I know that some people are. And in another episode, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk about relationship scams because they're like a real and terrifying thing. Yeah. But this this pitch seems so bad. Surely no one's falling for this. Yeah, I, yeah, hopefully. I would like to believe that they're not, but eh. yeah, you might be surprised. So yes, my um, my total ABC score here is 10. Wow, okay. Out of 30. Yeah. Which might even be too generous, I don't know. Yeah, so okay, so for, <laughs> for me, I, uh, for attention grabbing, I... I kind of like the name in the subject line, kind of similar thought line, because it's just... Are you going to start doing that? What? In your professional emails. Oh, just putting my name in the subject? <laughs> just putting your name in every subject actually, line. <laughs> I, I think that'd be really nice, actually. How refreshing. Like, it's It'd be like, oh, that's interesting. Ooh. Yeah, so I think it's, it's bold. Um, <laughs> and I kind of like it. And it would make me probably want to see what this is about. Like, is this like, maybe this is like a, like in a breaking news thing. Like maybe I don't, is this person like some famous criminal that I don't know about? Is this person, yeah. did they just buy Twitter from Elon Musk? I don't know. Right. So we don't know. Uh, yeah. So I would click on this probably. So I actually, I do like the attention grabbing um, from the subject line side. I don't think that the opening of the email is attention grabbing though. I, uh, you know, hello, dear. How are you doing now? So Ugh. I'm going to give it, I'm actually going to give it a six though, because I like the subject. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to okay. give it a six. Um, so now when I need to make sure that you're reading my emails, I know what to do. Yes. Catfish in the subject line. Yeah. I think that <laughs> is definitely 100%. Hello, dear. <laughs> I will click every time. Yes, please. Hello, dear. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Another person wants Hi. to be my um, special friend. Uh, <laughs> Get in line, yes. sweetie. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I am going to give that one a six, like I said. And then okay. for the believability, no. Um, <laughs> just you no. just you were surfing through the internet and you found my email address. Wait, they said surfing? They said surfing through the internet. What decade is this? Yeah, they were surfing the web, bro. Um, <laughs> and We haven't said that since like 2005. Yeah, yeah. So this feels very dated, strange. 
also like that's just such a weird thing to say like oh I found your email on the internet and thought I'd hit you up like what no <laughs> no don't do that um, that's not right <laughs> um yeah so this doesn't feel believable this feels borderline like creepy stalker, stalker. yeah no yeah um I think putting your name in the second half of the email is also a weird choice um I mean, it is in the subject line, but still, like, strange. But we didn't have any context in the subject line. Yeah, so very strange. Um, the grammar is bad for someone who's apparently supposed to be a doctor and someone who claims to be a United States um, native who now works and lives in another English-speaking country. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So The grammar feels very, like, Google Translate to me yeah um yeah I don't I don't think it's believable I'm gonna give it a two I, I just don't think it's it's weird um it's a weird premise like I don't even feel like that premise makes any sense like I said just like I just m- found an email on the internet and now I want to be your friend or your special friend you don't even know yeah you don't even know how old I am yeah very strange two um and then for our uh, call to action here, I the, I mean, yeah, just like, hey, you want to see pics? Reply. <laughs> no, Dr. No. Sharon, I don't. Um, please no. Please don't do that. Is that a threat? Um, <laughs> no, I don't like that. I am not going to do that. And absolutely not. I do think it's really funny that they just end with bye. Like, bye. Bye. Dr. Sharon Francis. Um, I think that's fantastic. Our other email was like overload on the well wishes. And this one is completely absent. Yeah. Completely opposite um, in their Bye. in their farewells. Um, yeah. I, I don't feel like this is going to cause people to want to respond. Um, hopefully. <laughs> and <laughs> right. I'm going to give it a... At least it tells you like what to expect. They're like, hey, respond. And then I will send my contact information and photos of me. So I guess we kind of know like if you do respond, what you're getting into, um, which is a little more clear than the last one, which was just like respond to someone you haven't talked to before. And I guess you're getting a credit card with lots of money transfer bank (laughs) things, dollar sign. So (laughs) I'll give it a three. I just don't think it's great but I'll give it a three. So I had a six and a two and a three. Okay. Our average was 16 out of 30. Wow. So they're both the same. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. I thought this one would actually fare maybe slightly better. I felt like we hated on it less, but it's also very deserving of the hate that it received. It was, um, it's pretty terrible. Yes. <laughs> pretty bad. Yes. This first story, um, involves someone that I am very close to. I invited them to be on the podcast to tell the story themselves, but, um, they were not able to join today. So I'm going to tell the story on their behalf. Um, So this person got a random DM on Instagram. So the the theme of these two stories is Instagram phishing, which is super popular now. Yeah. And I'll tell you how they're doing it. It's very annoying. So annoying. But they use the exact same tactic every time. And I'm going to explain to you how it works because it's the exact same in both stories. So this, this person um got a dm and the dm said if you had five hundred dollars put into your cash app how would you spend it and obviously it was like a fake account um one of those like spammy looking stock photo people yeah actually i'm assuming i don't know i haven't seen but that's just what i'm envisioning in my head and so they thought it would be funny to message them back and play along realizing that it was a scam 
But what they didn't understand was how the scammers actually get the info that they want. And um, so they responded <laughs> with an answer about how they would spend the $500. And then this account asked them for their cash app info. This person went, oh, oh, I'm, I'm missing something. So then the Instagram account said, you're going to get a text message um, from Instagram. And sure enough, Great. on their phone, after this, they got a text message. It said like, in, in the text message, it said from Instagram. I put that in air quotes. That's how you know it's real. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's legit. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. That's not legit. Uh, Instagram doesn't text like that. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah. And then in the text message, they asked for their cash app info. And they said, send us a screenshot of your cash app so that we can send you the money. And so this person, knowing that they didn't have any of their like actual financial info in their cash app because they like never used it, but they had the app, mm -hmm. um, went ahead and took a screenshot and sent it to this text message or this account. Oh boy. Yep. At the same time, coincidentally, they got a sus random message on WhatsApp that just said like, hey, just while that. this was going on. Yeah. So they sent the screenshot thinking that nothing was going to happen. But then right away, they got like kicked out of their Instagram. And because the essentially what happened is and this is how they get you. So used to, in like in emails and stuff, they send you the fishy hyperlink. That was what mm -hmm. they were trying to do is to get you to click on the link so that they could either put a virus on your computer or whatever they were going to do. Yep. On Instagram, they don't need to send you a fishy link. All they need you to do is send them a screenshot because screenshots from your phone are embedded with like metadata or something. I'm not a techie person, so I don't fully understand how this works. If some hacker wants to come on the podcast and explain it, that'd be great. It seems weird. But all they need is the info from the screenshot sent to them. And that's essentially the same as clicking on a hyperlink. So that hacker was that because of the screenshot was then able to log into the Instagram account, their Instagram account and take it over. And the first thing that they do to get you out is they turn on two-factor authentication and mm -hmm. set that up using their phone number so that when it kicks you out and prompts you to log back in, you can't because you don't have the pin that's sent to their phone number. So they know when you're trying to get back in. So, and then typically the next step, so after they turn on the two-factor authentication, um, they change the password so that you can't get back in. And then the second step, if they have enough time or if this is an automated system, then they change the email to your account so that you can't get the password reset emails anymore from Instagram and then you're completely locked out. Wow. Now, Instagram is like not award winning for their like response rate or helpfulness to like restore your account or lock it down um, because what it, if you if the password to the account gets changed the user does get an email that's like is this you did you change the password do you want to confirm or revert okay, the yeah. action and undo it mm -hmm. um but if they can change the email on the account from the settings within instagram fast enough then you don't get that email and you can't stop them gotcha so thankfully, this person in the story realized what was happening fast enough and um, reset the password again so that they didn't know it. Okay. And they, he changed it before they could change the email on the account. But because the hacker turned on two-factor authentication really fast, both of them got locked out of the account, essentially, Amazing. at the same time. Perfect. And they kept <laughs> messaging him on WhatsApp, trying to get him that way. Like for the rest of the day, every mm -hmm. few hours, they would send a different message, like trying to get them to like get, still accomplish, I guess, whatever they were trying to do. WatsApp is such a such a wonderful place. Anyway, what? that's WhatsApp? 
it feels like scam land to me. <laughs> it, yeah it, it that's a story for another day but yes absolutely. yeah we should have like a whatsapp day yeah. anyway um so so this person thankfully was able to go through instagram's process which is confusing and like i said not very helpful i had to do a lot of like internet research to figure out what the heck was going on wow. but the moral of the story was um turn if, if you do not have two-factor authentication turned on on your instagram account go do it right now because that might be the one thing that keeps you from getting hacked yeah that's fair so go do it because it works because that's how they lock you out of your own account so if it's mm. already on and set up to your phone you're golden and don't send any screenshots. So I got a message from, this was like, oh gosh, this was months ago before I understood how the new Instagram phishing scams work. I got a, a DM, a message from somebody that was a friend of mine in college. This was a person okay. that I knew. This was a account. We had been, I had followed this person on Instagram for a long time. So I knew it was a legit account. Mm -hmm. Um, and they messaged me like, Hey, what's up? And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, this is weird. I haven't talked to you in forever. Why are you messaging me? Like, we're, we're not that close. We were never that close, but like, you know, we don't talk. Right. right. And, um, unusual. Yeah. Sorry if this person is listening, but like, we're just, we're just not that close. <laughs> um, and you know that. <laughs> oh no. That'll be, we'll have a future story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, I hope there's no follow-up to that, but oh anyway, so they messaged me and I responded, you know, we were always like a friendly, it was a friendly relationship. And I said, you know, Hey, things are good. How have you been? And this, their account was talking to me. It was like a, it was like a normal conversation, but yeah. it was weird. And the grammar of the messages was a little bit weird. And I was like, this is for sure. Like they got hacked for sure. But I was very confident that I was interacting with another human being. It just wasn't my friend. Yeah. And that's so eerie. What a weird, like, right. It feeling. was like, it's like yeah. talking to an alien or something like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Like you're looking at the face of like a person that you know, but you know it's it's not that person. Yeah, very strange. And so what they tried to do. So this this person that I know is um, an athlete, okay. and um, I believe they're a coach. And I'm not going to say the sport, but um, I'm not sure if they're trying to do like professional competitions too okay. or not. But I know that they are coaching as their career. Anyway, the messages then, uh, they were asking me, they said that they were in some professional competition and they needed me to vote for them for this organization that was the same sport that they play. Okay. But every, for every vote, and I could do like as many times as I wanted, for yeah. every entry, they needed a screenshot of a text message that Instagram was going to send me. Uh, okay. So it's or the actually same... that they were going to send me. Right. So, okay. But the thing was when I got the text message, it said it was <laughs> again from Instagram, but the DMS said that it was going to come from them, like their phone, uh -oh. like my friend's phone number. Uh Oh yeah. So there was like a right away red flag. That's done, not lining up. Done messed up. Yeah. Also, like I said, Instagram doesn't text you like that. So yeah. that's super suspicious. But again, their, their very clear instructions were send a screenshot that you got our text to the DM. Mm, so like kay. take a screenshot of the text message. So something was in the text message. I'm guessing that's where the metadata comes from. Mm -hmm. Screenshot that, send it on Instagram to the DM, and then they would have probably had access and they were very persistent. This person, this scammer kept asking me, did you do it? Did you get it? Send it. Send it so that I can win this competition. They were like very pesky about it. And so I started I want to like, win. I want to win. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, no. Guilt trip. Guilt trip. Yeah. Yeah, basically. But like really pushy. And I was like, mm -hmm. bro, mm -mm, I don't believe you. So I stopped responding. Well, after that, like probably every week for a few weeks, I would get a message from them again. And it was just as fishy. And then the account started putting on their Instagram and their Facebook story. One of those 
screenshot riddles that's like, you know, there's a fireman and a house and a police oh, officer yes. and XYZ. The, Can like, anybody chain guess mail, it? The like yeah. chainmail of Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what you used to get on Gmail as a kid, like those mm-hmm. email chain links, like solve yep. the riddle or you get bad luck for 10 years. Yeah. It's like I'm one of those. I'm suffering from that now. I should have passed on the link. <laughs> I know, right? I never did. I never <laughs> forwarded it to 10 friends. Um, but it was like, it's like a bad screenshot of like the Facebook post backgrounds that they put yeah. on their like Instagram and uh, Facebook yeah. story and they kept posting it. And then they would also DM it to me and be like, do you have a guess? Yeah. So moral of the story, I don't know whatever happened to this account. It never got like shut down. This person never really deleted it. I don't remember if they ever made a post saying like sorry guys i got hacked look out they're still out there somewhere somehow they are and like the weird but the weird thing about it is and this was the creepy part like i know it was a human being doing this like it was some person and this is their full-time job or maybe it's not i don't know spending all their time dming me and probably everyone else that he was friends with or followed it's very strange yeah it's so weird and I like I never thankfully I never sent the screenshot. I never did the thing because I was like, I, I'm not doing anything for you. Again, clickability, very low. I wasn't willing <laughs> to do it. But I it was such an eerie feeling, re- like knowing I was communicating with a person and not a robot. Because usually yeah. you expect it to be automated, but it wasn't. Yeah, like directly communicating with them, like in lifetime. That's really weird. Yeah, in real like time. Email they feels were impersonal enough. Like Yep. They could schedule it even. Yeah. But but like an Instagram DM is like in the moment. That's very. Yeah. Strange. And like having them like respond to what mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. in a custom way. Like I know I'm having a conversation with them, which Ugh. I think, which I think is what person from story number one was trying to do, mm-hmm. but it backfired because they, so like, they tried to play this, the game and they got, yeah. Yeah. So it's important to know how they're getting your information. If you're going to go playing with fire, it's in the screenshot. Don't click on any sketchy links and don't send any screenshots because that's how they're getting you on Instagram. That is so interesting. I need to look more into that because I've heard, I had heard before you mentioned this, I had heard about screenshots, how like some, like if you don't turn off like the location, like information and stuff like that, like that can like, if you share us, um, or not just a screenshot, but a photo, like if you take photos and you don't like get rid of the, like the location tag yep. on it. Cause Apple, um, Apple like default tracks yeah. the location on every single photo that you take. Yeah. So it's like, if you don't turn that off and you send that, that photo, like to someone else, or if you put it like on the internet somewhere, like that original file, like will still have, like someone can download that and it will still it's, have the data the still in it. Yeah. That's so creepy. Um, in the details, which is so creepy to me. Um, which is another that. reason why for years it's like it used to not be recommended to post pictures of vacation while mm-hmm. you were on vacation because yep. people could figure out that you were gone like yep. from your house whenever you said that you were on vacation. But now if you're if you're posting photos, then people know exactly where you are. Like actually. Yeah. In like potentially real time. Yeah. I turned that off a long time ago on my phone. Um, I, I don't, to... I don't geotag my photos. Um, I need to double check that. Actually. <laughs> yeah. I did yeah. turn on two factor authentication on my Instagram. That and is now I'm... a good moral of the story. Yeah. Now I'm doing two that. Two factor is your friend. Yeah. Yes, two factor is your friend. It saves you from mistakes like this individual um (laughs) if you do if something does happen and they breach that first layer then you're still set up safe i know a lot of a lot of businesses and stuff now like require like by default two-factor for like all your like business email and yeah and apps and stuff like that it's like anything like that you have to do two-factor because um because it's it's just just so common yeah yeah it's like a manual it's like basically right. putting a lock on yeah. it's kind of like a manual lock. It's not yeah. a total guarantee, but it's like one more thing that's harder for them to try to get through. Yeah. 
it's kind of like having like a screen door and then you have an actual door. Yeah. So it's like they can open the screen door maybe, like if you leave With that the unlocked. Password. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, but the main, the actual door, the key to get into the that main door is still that verification code. So yep. yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I, I get it. It's annoying. I also think it's, I mean, I get that it's annoying all the time. Like if you're logging in and out of an account <laughs> a lot, it's really annoying to constantly have like, to do two-factor verification. separate but, apps that store that there's when every time that I log into my email, it triggers a verification pin from hmm. that other app that I have to put in to get into my email. Interesting. And I've noticed that on a couple different things, but you can set up um, a verification app to work with Instagram because when they prompt you for the two factor hmm. thing, they're like, you can do it by phone number or verification app. So you can look into a separate app for that security. I'll have to look into and that I, too. I would recommend it. This is, I guess this is just a more common thing in cybersecurity is we're catching on to how they've evolved in how they extract data. Basically, yeah. the internet is a scary place. Correct. And it is, unless you are a hacker, it is really hard to know how they get what information they get. Because yeah. I feel like the emails that we read are a very archaic version of phishing scams. Obviously still effective because they're spending a lot of time and energy sending them. Yeah, they're traditional. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, that's the traditional <laughs> method. Um, and phone calls, which oh, gosh. you love, you love the phone OG. scams. I do. Yeah. The OG yeah. scams. We need, to get some, we need to get some stories from that. But anywho, that's my Instagram phishing spiel yeah they tied together i mean like you it's said the it's same the thing. same yeah it's, it's a different approaches to the the same goal of the screenshot which is interesting so beware yep. of screenshot requests do not do it don't yeah. do it yeah all right well that's all we got for you guys today red any closing thoughts oh wait what there's more it's almost your birthday it is. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say exactly what day because it's too much information. Yeah, we, we are all about keeping secrets from strangers. We love to keep on this secrets. Podcast. But it is on the horizon in some time in the future that is nearer than farther away. Correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So happy birthday to Red from, from your co-host here at Gone Fishing Pod. Thank you very much. Yeah. Another year around the sun or depending on your beliefs, sun, sun, earth relationships. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. That is, <laughs> that's a scam for another day. <laughs> another day, another time. <laughs> oh man. Alrighty. Well, signing off here. Stay safe out there. Thanks for going fishing with us today. Make sure to like and subscribe and follow our Instagram at Gone Fishing Pod, that's fishing with a PH, to see the emails we're reading and for source materials. Also, DM us your phishing emails so that we can do a reading and review of the junk in your spam folder too. We'll see you next time.